What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Convos Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today, we are back with my friend Sinclair Johnson. She's had a phenomenal year this year. I'm pretty sure the last time we talked to her was with her boyfriend, Craig Nowak, aka the Pace Pirate. At that moment in time, Sinclair had just moved from Bowerman to Union Athletic Club, and it was a very big transition period. But she absolutely popped off this summer, qualifying to Worlds, breaking four in the 1500. She just absolutely crushed it this year. So I'm excited to chat with her and catch up on this episode. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Inside Tracker. To live your healthiest, longest life possible, you need to understand what's going on inside your body. Inside Tracker goes beyond generic blood work by revealing a more personalized reference range for each person, the optimal zone, to assess precisely where your health is optimized and where it's not. Created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics, Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, DNA, and fitness tracking data to help you live a longer, healthier life. It's super cool because you get a bunch of different biomarkers measured with Inside Tracker. For example, like cortisol levels, iron levels, ferritin levels. I usually do the ultimate plan and that tests 43 different biomarkers. It's so helpful to help you tailor your nutrition to your blood work. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance on the right exercise, nutrition, and supplementation for your body. And you can also add inner age 2.0 to any plan to calculate your true biological age and see how you're aging from the inside out. Personally, I'm 21 even though I just turned 26. So you could say I'm absolutely crushing the inner age. For a limited time, take 20% off our top selling ultimate plan if you're in the US or Canada. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash Emma. Or you can use code Emma20 on Inside Tracker's website for 20% off. That's insidetracker.com forward slash Emma. Or use code Emma20 for 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Now let's get straight into today's episode with Sinclair. acupuncture done oh needles yeah, a little some little needles yeah she put one in my calf that just sent my leg flying 
What? Like, it was like I've never done acupuncture. Like, what does it feel like? Um, I mean, like the initial, like the needles are really, really tiny, so it's not necessarily like you feel them go in. Like it feels like a little pinch, like going in. But if they hit a spot that's tight or sore, it like is excru not excruciating. That's dramatic, but <laughs> excruciating. <laughs> You're like, your leg will like contract, like your muscle contracts and it kind of like twitches a little bit. Oh. Um, so yeah, it can be, it can be painful if it gets a spot that's really tight. So my, I guess my calves are really tight. Apparently just found that out today because it, my leg just went, like it actually jolted. Like it jumped. like a cramp? Like, yeah, it kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah. It's like a cramp. Oh, but just for like a second and then it like calms down. Um, but yeah, if you hit a tight spot, it's like your muscle just like spazzes. Oh, that sounds. But honestly, like that's like the only thing I can really like that, and I feel like massage too is like the only two things I really like respond really well. Like my muscles respond really well to. So I love acupuncture because it's like I can go in for an hour, get needles like, like anywhere, honestly, and then I feel like it's like completely like resets resets me, and I'm I feel good. That's again. Good. Yeah, I'm the same with massage. I like. Oh, like my trainers in college when they would like use a Graston tool or something. Like I would literally, yeah. they would like take out the Graston tool, and I was like, no, please just massage my leg. Like I don't yeah. have the Graston. I have the worst like pictures on my phone of me being bruised up from the Graston. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think they realize how hard they can go with that tool, versus like if they're with their hands, they're like manually having to, so they can only go so hard. You know? Yeah. That tool is it's dangerous. Yeah. Um, I haven't had that done in years and hopefully yeah. I won't have to do it again for many more years to come. So, um, running more lately, I have been running. I've been, you know, getting back into it. Like this summer was weird. It was just like a weird, I don't know. I just was not in my workout era really, which is kind of surprising. I feel like over the summer I usually am like, I'm kind of like on my grind, but I was kind of on my like lazy <laughs> soft girl era. Like I mentally and physically, I was very like soft and weak. Um, yeah. which is kind of unlike me but um yeah I'm getting back into it I mean I I don't have anything like on the schedule yet but I might actually sign up for something next year but I need to like move first because I'm moving next week well only you're gonna be able to see but like my apartment is currently in shambles right now yeah but... I wasn't gonna comment on it but um... <laughs> it looks so bad <laughs> yeah I'm That's like all right. next week or the week after like between next week and the week after so like how far from where you're at currently like 15 minutes away so not far but I feel like it's just a big process so I currently feel yeah. like my life is a little bit in shambles but you know yeah why are you moving uh I just want to be close to the beach like I live downtown right now and it's I like drive to the beach every day and so I'm like why don't I just move close to the beach beach yeah yeah and there's like yeah. a younger like community over there so I think it'll be fun nice yeah I hope so <laughs> enough about me and my life um, no, I want to. I've got to catch up. I haven't talked to you in a while, so I need the, all these updates. Yeah. Okay. Really funny, random. Um. First of all, I miss you. Second of all, you helped make a friend the other day, and you didn't even okay. know it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I want to hear the story. What are you talking about? So I was at Run Club, and I was wearing the Bowerman like navy shirts that everyone got. For oh yeah. Carissa last year, so it said Sinclair Squad on the back, uh -huh. and this dude like halfway through the run I was like is that Sinclair Johnson and I was like because everyone that runs in this run club like most of the people aren't following like running 
yeah, yeah. all just like narps that wrong for fun yeah they just like just doing it yeah 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 um and so it's like always surprising that people like know I don't know people or even, even Bowerman but um yeah I was like yeah my girl I'm like how do you know that and he's like oh I used to run uh Michigan so he ran at Michigan and Georgetown and then now we're like good buds but you were the Aww. connection that's cool <laughs> he lives in like the area yeah but I just thought that was funny um and I figured I'd tell you so you're helping nice. me make friends I don't even we don't even live in the same city <laughs> well I'm glad I'm glad I'm providing a service for you yeah. makes me happy <laughs> um okay anyways again enough about my life uh, wait last thing last what? thing about you this is the first time I've seen your nails um not french tips I know this is a new Emma I know you know I was feeling fiery red because nice like I like it and you know I don't know I just feel like it's fall good. is red I like yeah, french tips it though it's like classy it's nice but I don't know I was, I was going with red but it doesn't really match any of my clothes so yeah that's the hard thing about red but I'm yeah. digging it I like it um what's new with you <laughs> oh what's new with me honestly not like a whole lot since I've been back I Europe was a lot of fun. We spent six weeks there just traveling and racing and training. And it was really fun. It was like definitely hard at times to be away. Just like, I don't know. I feel like being in the U.S., there's like this, like if I was anywhere in the U.S. for six weeks, there's like a certain sense of like comfortability that I just like didn't really realize like six weeks out in Europe. <laughs> that I like didn't have but um but it was like really fun though I mean I think like we got to see a lot of cool places um racing and cool stadiums and like the atmosphere at the tracks there is just a hundred million times better than the U.S. it's just like more people are way more into it and the stadium is packed and it's loud and it's a whole production when they're doing a meet there so I think that, that was like, really cool to be a part of like even uh, in like worlds uh, I mean, Worlds was like, uh, yeah, that was like definitely like the, the craziest, like most um, energetic stadium I've ever been in. Um, but a lot, I mean, even like the, I didn't compete in the, the Diamond League final, but I was there to watch. And even that was like kind of comparable to Worlds. It was crazy loud. And there was like, the stadium was packed and they did fireworks and they had like a musician come out and sing. It was like insane. I was like, they do this for crack it's like you would think it was like the super bowl over there but it was cool though like just i don't know just like to see people be engaged in it because i feel like over here when you tell people you like run track and field they're like wait like you don't just try out for the olympics like they don't really like, understand you know and and over there like ever like we i remember one time we were in london and we went to this random bar after like a um a soccer game and these soccer fans were like start like chatting with us and blah 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 and then all of a sudden like they know who like Laura Mir is and they know who like Mo Farah um, I guess Mo Farah is a pretty big athlete but and they like they're like oh yeah like Laura Mir like one Commonwealth game like they knew all this these things and these random guys on the street that just came from a soccer game like just knew so much about track it was cool so. That's insane, yeah, because if you ask anyone on the street, like, anything about um, the professional running circuit in the U.S., everyone's like, you can run professionally? Yeah, like, you could ask someone about, like, a thing Mo or, like, Sydney McLaughlin, like, two of 
like amazing athletes that we currently have you know and people will be like who I think maybe people would know Sydney McLaughlin maybe and maybe yeah. Carrie Richardson but that's oh true Carrie for a different reason but yeah <laughs> for going and, viral on Twitter yeah and she's a good athlete too you know yeah. gotta give her some credit there yeah um where was the Diamond League final uh it was in Zurich in Switzerland oh. yeah where was your favorite place to go in Europe Oh, it probably, like, the country of Switzerland itself was beautiful. It's just, like, it has, like, a perfect, like, these, like, really quaint cities. Um, but then it has, you know, ton ton of, like, super beautiful lakes and then just white-capped snow mountains. Um, so that was my favorite in terms of um, just, like, overall places. Um I did really like Monaco too. It was like, is very different vibe in terms of it was very like, um, very wealthy place and very and oh, people <laughs> show their wealth a lot. Like these, you know, four million dollar cars just driving along the street, or people, you know, when they're like, I don't know, Balenciaga, like you know, I don't even know even the look. I'm like YSL. I don't think I don't think that's even like that of a luxury brand, but yeah, like any, um, I'm like trying to think of like any designer. I'm like uh, Chanel, yeah, like Chanel. Like, I don't even know what is what's in right now, but um, yeah, it was, but it, it was like just like beautiful because it's like situated right on the coast. Um, and the water was perfect temperature. Like you could just stay in there all day and it was clear. The Mediterranean is just like a great place to go swimming. Um, but yeah, that was, that place was also like awesome. And then one of like my other favorite places was Leuven, Belgium, which sounds really random. I mean, I know I the only reason I know of it is because everyone goes there to race. That's like the only thing I know about is that people run there. Yeah, it was, it was like, so it's a college town. So basically like everyone there is in school primarily. Um, but it's like situated in a circle and cars don't really like there's like no traffic in the circle and a lot of people ride bikes or walk or whatever and so um it was just like such like a lively city with a ton of good restaurants and just um um I don't even like the I don't know the vibe was just so like laid back like it felt like we like we're in like this remote area where there's like no cars or anything and people are just like biking everywhere um and then it had like great places around with like the forests nearby so that so was also like fun like all yeah. the u.s people like hang out with each other or is it kind of just like team by team um so when we were in well i guess these aren't u.s people but when we were in london um there was like the melbourne track club the australian group mm -hmm. they were out there um and so we would see them at the track a lot um but yeah because no one really was out in Teddington that much. Bowerman was out there and we hung out with them a couple of times, like would run into them on runs and stuff um, or like be at the track at the same time. But um, I, I feel like a lot of people were in St. Moritz and we didn't, we never went to St. Moritz. Oh. Um, and then there were some people in Leuven when we were there, but it was kind of like towards the end of um, their trip. So we didn't really like overlap a whole lot. We weren't in Leuven for too long, so. Um, but it seems like a lot of people, like, especially at the meets too, like afterwards, everyone kind of just like hangs out, goes out together. And it's just like, and then during these meets, we all eat at these, uh, like the dining hall places, like where they serve all the meals. So that's also like a good chance 
to get to talk to everyone and just like sit down and have a meal with people and um yeah it was cool yeah I'm always curious about the European circuit because like I, I mean that's just something I literally don't know anything about and I just see from everyone's Instagram posts for the last five years but I'm yeah. like always curious like what the vibe is but talking to a bunch of people I feel like especially the individuals I feel like they just get to know each other more yeah I don't know just, yeah seems yeah like vibe, though. you know it's after world champs so the pressure is off like a lot of these races like people obviously want to run fast and do well but it doesn't really count for anything um I guess except there is quite a bit of prize money that's involved in a lot of these diamond league races but other than that it's it's like so loose and laid back like we're doing pre-meet together or um you know we're like hanging out in the day before the race like um just like is much more laid back and um much more like a like a fun thing instead of like a very like stressful um part of the season it's always interesting too because it's after worlds so it's like how do you keep that motivation going <laughs> yeah it was hard yeah like I feel like at least with my season like we definitely peaked for world championships and as much as I did, I wanted to be able to like you know rec- recoup from that and then come back and like run really fast the rest of the season I really had a hard time getting back into a mindset and like physically trying to get back from the world champs like um build up and high so yeah I I obviously didn't like race as well as I would have hoped over there around the times and maybe I wanted to or place like where I wanted to like just having the experience of being over there like racing and these insane races like all the time um I think was really really valuable and just like the more I get accustomed to that style of racing and the more I'm in races like that where they you know go out in 203 or 202 for the 800 I think the more it will feel like maybe it won't ever feel like comfortable (laughs) but like it'll at least feel familiar (laughs) at some point oh my god watching the world's race like I don't know why, but my jaw was like dropped watching that lead pack of people like go yeah. through the 800. Like I, I don't know why I was so shocked. I thought they were literally gonna run like 340. Like they were going, yeah. they looked like they were going so fast, and I was so confused. But then I mean, the times ended up being good, but I just feel like they went out so hard. But I don't yeah. know. Maybe I just haven't watched enough of those like type of races. Yeah, I. I don't know. I mean, the sheer amount of people that like came up to me afterwards and were like, that was crazy. Makes me think that that style of race hasn't really happened, like, or at least hasn't happened that frequently. Um, I mean, going out in 58 is pretty freaking crazy. <laughs> like it's, yeah. I mean, some men's races don't even go out that hard sometimes. So yeah, that was, that was interesting. I, I think like good off the Ethiopian woman is like, Oh, someone that like likes to go out really hard. And, um, and so maybe there was like, extra, I don't know. I don't, you know, there's so many like emotions and adrenaline and like nerves running that they probably didn't want to go out in 58 or didn't intend for it. But it was just like, they went out. Sometimes it's like you try to get out really hard that first uh, straight away. So then you can tuck back on the curve. And, and we got out so hard, like, I don't know, running like 15 seconds for the first hundred. And then they just kept running hard though. It's like, so when are we going to settle? <laughs> and it never settled. Settling happening. I just hate when I like try to go out hard and I run 58. Like it just, it happens to me all the time, especially now. Like 
Oh, it just like really, you know, puts me in a pancake. <laughs> it does. But the like for them, like the strength that they have to be able to go out in that and still be able to like hold enough com- composure to run 352 is like, it's, I mean, it's just world class. It's just on another level. So. Well, that's what was yeah. crazy is that they never really died that much. And I was like, no, oh, they like, didn't. when are they going to die? You know, and yeah. then they never did. And I was like, oh. Right. And then the race was over and you're like, oh. Oh, well. Yeah, it was, I feel like we, after talking to like some of the people that were kind of in the chase back, we were all like thinking the same thing. Like, okay, you know, at least like one person will come back. Like of the top three, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. One person's going to come back. And no one came back. And we're like, oh, gosh. It's very odd I mean, to like was, watch happen. It was two different races. It was literally two different races. Yeah. So, yeah. It was crazy. But that happened at pre, that happened at Monaco. Like it's just what it is now and you just have to like rise to the occasion. So I've got to figure out how to go out in 58 and not <laughs> run, you know, 420. <laughs> not just absolutely die. <laughs> just absolutely. Run three minute last 800 yeah how do you even prepare for that I like I don't even know where you would begin I mean I guess just the strength yeah, stuff. It's, that's a lot of strength I think and especially to be able to do that in like the third round I think a lot of it is just strength and being able to yeah like deal with lack lack lactic acid um because I'm sure they went lactic pretty quickly going out that hard Ooh, I would go and, lactic in one lap if I went out in six yeah years, I'd, be, I'd be done yeah and so and uh and you know it's like their body like trying to like flush that out and process that over the next like three laps um is a huge skill <laughs> and obviously something that um you have to work on and not something that like you know the, these women have been you know and these in this circuit and racing like at this level for so long and so I'm sure they would say like, I, I can always do this, you know, but you get to a certain point where um, you're just so strong and you've dealt with that like lactic threshold and you've like pushed past that so much that you're able to, um, uh, I think I think it's more so of mentally deal with that kind of discomfort. Um, Cause you know, when I'm going out and I think we went out in 61 or 62 and that felt terrible and you it's so easy to go like I feel really bad like I'm not gonna have a good day and I think that's also something that um you really have to practice and you and it just comes with um more experience is like being able to push through or just feel like okay yeah I'm hurting but I know I can still do this or like I know that this feeling might be temporary it's hard to not feel good the first lap already because right. then it's like you have it usually I feel like by the 800 that's when I get to the point where I'm like do I feel really bad or like like am I gonna have a good race or a bad race I kind of can like right. feel it in my bones by the 800 400 is still like a little iffy but so if you already feel kind of bad 400 in then I feel like it really is just experience and like mental toughness of like being able to have a good race after you already feel bad one lap in yeah yeah because it's like it's one of those things where it's like okay well I can at least guarantee that the first lap first lap I'm gonna feel fine <laughs> yeah exactly like you have a race where like you don't feel fine the first lap it's so easy to go into a spiral of like I can't do this like I'm not gonna be able to finish and um yeah you gotta I mean you have to figure out how not to go into that that cycle and and also just have enough experience to know that even if you do feel 
bad that first laugh like things can really change and things can and and they know too like I go on 58 well we're not holding 58 we're definitely going to get slower um but yeah just in the moment you like I, I kind of freaked out <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah did you have any moments like during the world's race where you're like kind of wanted to give up uh not give up but I definitely was like or like doubt I got to yeah like I got to a point maybe like 800 meters to go where I was like dang like not seeing that top three which is where I wanted to be was like I had to go into my mind like I was going through a dialogue in my mind like that top three is out of reach at this point like I don't think I'm going to be able to catch one of them or no one's falling back from that group especially if you look at who they are and so then it was about, okay, how can I place the highest I possibly can within this second chase back? And um, that was like a very strange way to um, go like mentally be in a, in a race, like totally change like your race plan within the race. Um, but I, like, I think it was like good practice and a good experience and like just trying to adapt to whatever um, situation you're in. So yeah, it was, it was weird. <laughs> and like, like definitely like finishing the race. I was like, what, it, what was that? You cross the line and you're just like confused more than anything else. Like you're exhausted and confused as to what just yeah. happened. Like, where am I? What just <laughs> happened? <laughs> am I, am I, my legs still here? Like, <laughs> oh. but were you like was, happy? Yeah, I was, I think I, it was hard. It was like, initially I was like, bombed because sometimes it feels like if you don't medal you busted it's like if you don't get top three then it's like you're basically just like like uh with everybody else like everyone else is either either top three or you're not right and so I could feel like sometimes you can view it as that but um I feel like after I had time to like reflect on it and just think about it like I was very happy with it like I don't think I could have done anything differently like I feel like I was able to do the best I could with the race we were given and um and fought for every place I could and I feel like that alone you have to be like happy with because you'll just drive yourself insane if you know you don't allow yourself to have like those little victories so yeah I mean and you're so young like you have so many more years that it's like okay yeah I always forget that you're so young yeah I was literally looking at your world athletics profile you know as one does I I frequent that site often um <laughs> it's saved on your on yeah your it's like it's, yeah it's bookmarked actually um especially your page it's like number one number <laughs> most on my computer no but you're only 24 so it's like you have so many more years and like to build up that strength which just takes years and years of practice I don't know I feel like you're gonna be a menace yeah. you already are a menace you already Hopefully. won days. <laughs> yeah yeah it'll be good it's it's like yeah first world final um so i'm yeah i'm pretty happy with it support for this podcast and the following message come from corient corient provides wealth management services centered around you they focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully preserve their wealth and provide for the people causes and communities they care about as one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. How's the change been since, like, Bowerman? I feel like the last time you were on the podcast was, like, right when you... It was February. I don't know when you exactly left. We did a couples podcast with Craig, right? Yeah, that one was fun. Um, (laughs) You obviously like raced really well this year, and I feel like you got your confidence back. Like, what has been, I guess, the biggest training differences or like atmosphere differences this like track season? Yeah, I think a lot of it has just been um, my relationship with my now coach, um, Pete, has been a lot more like collaborative and um I feel like he asked for my feedback and um I feel like we work together with with training and I feel like that's been really helpful um and I just feel like I've gotten back to what has made me good in the past and um just doing like the appropriate amount of strength work but not like overdoing strength work And then definitely like touching on my strength, which is my speed a lot more. And I feel like those two things have been like, yeah, just very instrumental and me feeling like confident in practice, which has then made me feel confident in racing. Um, So yeah, it's been good. And then I feel like too, we just have, we had a really good group this past year. Um, And that's been like always like fun just going to practice and having people like you like enjoy being around and enjoy like working hard with. So um, not to say that I didn't have that empowerment because I definitely did. Um, but I think that was like the one thing that I was just like worried, not worried about, but just like really bummed with leaving Bowerman is like, Oh no, I have such like, a good group of training partners and friends and atmosphere here. Like I was worried that it wasn't going to get that, that same type with union. Um, but I do have it and it's, it's very different. Um, but it's like just as fulfilling and like just as good. So that's always really nice to have. Yeah. I mean, that makes a huge difference. It's so funny too. Like on paper, I feel like everyone on your team, such different personalities, like every, yeah. every single person on that team. I'm like, how, what is this vibe? I wonder, I just feel like, I don't know. There's has to be people that are like off aloof doing their own thing. I don't know. I just like yeah. really intrigues me. I wish I could go to like one of your practices and just yeah on the wall. You should, you should just be a fly on the wall. It's fun. It's like, it feels more of like a family in the regard of like, we're all like ragging on each other. Like, um, it feels like very playful at times, but also like, you know, there are times where like some of us will like snap at each other, but it's like one of those things where like, if you snap at like a sibling, like, you know, it's, you guys forget about it within like 30 minutes and, um, it kind of feels like that. So it's yeah it's a it's a fun dynamic it's just yeah like you're right we have all 
very, very different personalities. Um, but I think just the fact that we all like really want to be the best and like really enjoy running and enjoying what we're doing. I feel like just as like a common bond between all of us. Yeah. Um, so. That's nice. Are you yeah. like happy that you don't have to move to Eugene? Oh man. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I had it left last year, I think this would have been my final straw. <laughs> as much time as I like, I do enjoy my time in Eugene when I'm down there, but I a hundred percent don't want to live there. <laughs> I think me. if you were, if you were in college, like, I'm sure that would be a really, really, I mean, I'm, you can speak to this. It was a, a fun environment, right? Yeah, it like, was a good, it was a good can you imagine as Can you imagine as an adult going and living in Eugene, Oregon? Absolutely not. <laughs> Carissa texts me, she's like, so, um, if you had to move back to Eugene, mm, where would you live? I'm like, dude, I don't even know. I, like, gave her some recommendations. I don't even know if they're good. I don't know where she ended up picking, but hopefully, um. I know. She finds a good place. She- yeah, she did find a spot that looks pretty nice for like the area. Um, so hopefully she'll get that one. But yeah, I think it's been a struggle for a lot of them to like figure out like, and I think it's hard too, because a lot of I'm sure good housing has been taken up by the college kids because they're already down there. And, and they're kind of like late to the game. So um, yeah, I I'm feel for them, but I don't envy them at all. <laughs> What's Kellen going to do? I feel like Kellen's just going to be trekking to Eugene often yeah he might be making that might might be making that drive a lot so it hopefully like it sounds like Carissa might have some weekends where she's going to be able to like come up or maybe like after a Friday workout she'll be able to come up and stuff so um yeah it's like it's hard because it's it's close enough to where it's like you can make that drive but it's also almost two hours like that (laughs) adds up it's not necessarily close it's like me going to LA I'm like I'm not hitting up LA all the time Right. But, you know, if they were moving to like, I don't know, like Florida per se, like that's so far where it's like you don't even think about like, oh, like I, I can come for the weekend because sometimes because that's, like you know, six hour plane ride. Yeah. Whereas this is like it's two hours. So it's relatively it's like, well, you know, you can like justify it, but it does add up. <laughs> it is going to justify it every time. I know. True love. True love. <laughs> I um so I'm coming to Portland in October. I hope I get to see Chris. I heard. We'll see. I think yeah. I think she maybe. I don't. I'm not sure when their report date is. It might be mid October, but who knows? So I might pop down to Eugene though, see some of my homies, my new job oh. folks. I oh yeah. And I are gonna make the truck down. Maybe for one day. We'll see. It's TBD. But okay. Oh we'll yeah, you got really close to them after camp. Yeah, I kind of miss them. I like miss the vibes. Oh, I like. I you guys had fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I, I forgot. I was like talking to a YouTube channel maybe about this. I was like, I truly feel like I was meant to be born in like two thousand or like nineteen ninety eight. Like I was meant to be born a couple years younger. Yeah. Um, so I'd be like twenty three right now. I just feel like a little outdated um, of that group, but because I'm like an old woman, but. You know, I still like I I like the vibes. So I was like, all all that matters is what's inside, though. You know, it's like age is just numbered. You can just like <laughs> age is not a number. It is. You're young at heart. I am young at heart. I'm youthful. So that's fun, though. Yeah. I'm glad you had yeah. such a good time there. Yeah, I'm excited to come to Portland though and see everyone. I miss you guys. Yeah. It'll be good. I'm yeah. sure. I think like everyone's gonna be back in town that weekend. So 
It'll be lit. Are you like, are you going to go to altitude at all or what's, what's your vibe? Yeah, I'm going to altitude, I think January 1st, I go to Flagstaff. Oh, so I'll be here until then. Um, well, I'm gone basically all of October, but from November to December, I'm like basically here. And then I, yeah, go to altitude January 1st. So do you like altitude training? I do actually. Yeah. It's like, it's, I like being able to just like have three or four like designated weeks or however long we're there to just focus on training and just to like get like a lot of bang out of my, or bang out of my buck, whatever. I don't know what that saying is. <laughs> you just get, you bang get for your buck. Yeah. You get more bang for your buck because you are at altitude. And I really like that. Cause I feel like training at sea level for or training at altitude for like three or four weeks is like two months worth of training at sea level and I like kind of like that little jump start to fitness and um it's hard and it's tiring but when you come down and you if you do it right like you feel really really good and it is like a good boost of fitness which I like so and Flagstaff is like an amazing place to run too just because there's so many places to run Flagstaff is sick it's the new boulder it is. I th- although there are still a lot of people in Boulder, so I don't know. It's kind of competitive to flag, but <laughs> personally, I think flag's better. I like flag. I think I like flag better because I feel like it's smaller. It is smaller. So it's I more mean, niche town. Yeah, I just I think that just the running there is like uncomparable to any. The running in Boulder, I will say, is really good, but um. I think just for Flagstaff, for it being a mountain town and for having like relatively a lot of like not um, very hilly runs, I think is just uncomparable to like any other altitude location. Yeah. So what is like the next couple of months look like for you then? Like what's your off season look like? Yeah, I had two weeks completely off from running, which <gasps> was very nice. Um, I did a lot of hiking. Cause I don't really get to do that much in the season. And I just, I think that's like my, I think it's my favorite thing to do. I love hiking. Really, I love like, the yeah, I love like the feeling of like climbing a mountain and just like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know how to describe the feeling, but it feels really good. Oh my God. You were made for the PNW. <laughs> yeah. It was, I'm like a little mountain goat. Um, Wait, but yeah, you, just, you literally climbed one like two days ago, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, I did uh, South Sisters, which is like 10,200 feet. So not very high, but you started like 5,000. So you, you're gaining 5,000 feet of elevation. And it was like a 15 mile hike round trip. Oh and it was God. hard. <laughs> it was very hard. Oh my God. Um, and you're literally a professional runner and you're saying that? Mm, I'm like a mountain. I'm a mountain cow. Like <laughs> I like hiking you know here and there but that sounds like actual a little bit of torture for me especially for my off season yeah see but I like I like in my off season like I don't really feel like I need more I need more so of a break from like the day-to-day routine like I need a break from waking up and being like, okay I gotta go run I gotta go get my lift in or PT or like whatever but I like there's like so many things that I like doing that are I guess are active like like going to like hot yoga or like I like going for bike rides or um going for hikes and stuff like that and so I feel like this is the time that I get to like do all that stuff and 
And sometimes when I'm training, it's like, well, I got to conserve all my energy for running or I have a workout the next day, or I'm too tired to do um, any of those activities. So um, yeah, I was just going at it with all that stuff. So, um, but it was, yeah, the hike was fun. It was beautiful and hard and exhilarating and um, therapeutic, very therapeutic. (laughs) Okay. But I feel like you also, you, I feel like you do a very good job of being balanced, like in season. So you probably don't feel deprived. Like you probably don't feel like you need to like, I don't know. Like you don't stress yourself out to the max over things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I do. I can be like very like anxious, like type A person when I am training, which is why like sometimes training training camps are really good for me up until like that four week period. And then I'm just like, okay, I need to go like, I need to get off this mountain and I need to go like be a normal person and not just like think about running the whole time. Um, But because because I myself can get into that trap of just being so hyper-focused. But yeah, I think the more I do this professional running thing, the more I figure out how I can like balance being a normal person and being a professional athlete and just also like being able to um, time it right too and like know when to like be focused, know when to exert a lot of energy and, and know when like in the fall especially to just like, you know, go through the motions a lot of the times and get the work done, but also like, like enjoy myself outside of it and and be with friends and, and not like party, but, you know, like go out and have like, you know, a few drinks and like, just there's like certain things like that, where I'm like learning um, to just kind of like, when it's not, not that I don't know when it's appropriate, but just like, be able to do those things more throughout the season. So I don't just like, at the end of the season just want to like go on this like you know four week yeah. bender and not be sober <laughs> yeah I don't know from I feel like from my perspective like I know I feel like I know a lot of runners I've been around a lot of runners and from my point of view you just seem pretty normal but I mean you know yourself better than me but I don't know I feel like you just I have my, like you being so young like I just feel like you do a good job already thanks I, but I definitely do have like my my psycho tendencies as any runner does you know so well you have to be a little bit psycho like when you're competing at the level you're at it just like breeds psychoness a little bit yeah (laughs) it's like yeah it's it's hard to not well I think it also running just like makes you a little crazy too (laughs) oh I like truly like running changed my personality a little bit like it makes me a little crazy like a little I don't know I don't even know how to describe it but yeah yeah but (laughs) But I'm gonna any other way, so it's it's good. It's just yeah, like you said, it's just like about finding what works for you and what the balance is, and that looks different for everyone. So yeah, I'm still that out, but yeah. What was the highlight of your summer? The highlight of my summer, honestly, was that World Champs week. I mean, like I had all of my closest friends there, my family. It was like Eugene was just a madhouse, and I absolutely loved it and uh got to like meet so many cool people through like the Nike appearances I was doing um yeah it was it was a great week it was just like it was I think it was like bet way better than I expected it to be which is why I think I just had so much fun so I think that's still like the highlight of my week or my year or summer 
from my point of view, that was also really funny. And I just like love watching my friends like be happy. I don't know and succeed. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you convinced me to come back to like now. Race. I would have. Like, I would have been so sad if I just convinced myself not to come back because it was, like, really fun and it was really awesome to see, like, everyone rooting for you. And I don't know. I love our friend group because everyone's, like, so supportive. I mean, all the guys were just, like, on my final day, they were on one. But I, like, it was, like, it was, like, it made me, like, feel, like, really good because I'm, like, oh, they're, like, getting hype for me and, like, this race. And I'm just, like, that just, like, yeah, meant a lot to me. So it was cool to see. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I could be there to witness it. It was fun. Even though I feel like I didn't really see you that much that week, but I saw you from afar. Crazy busy. Well, I was also like locked in a holding cell for like the first weekend when I was racing. I was like, I don't want to see anybody. Like, just because it was just like a very stressful, like, you know, few days and just trying to limit my exposure (laughs) to people and stuff. Makes Um, sense. But then that night after my final, that was like so fun just to be with everyone and see you. And yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, I had a great time. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, what are your like goals now? Like what's, what's your goal for the next year ish? Uh, I haven't even thought about that. I feel like I need to, once I'm once, I feel like once I'm getting back into the training groove, I'll be able to think about that a little bit more, but, um, I mean, you're just in your hiking era. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I'm in my nomad, like <laughs> my, my nomadic lifestyle. Yeah. Just trying to be just trying to like not uh really think about get too too ahead of myself I think I think it's just like you know after a full year of like training and racing and stuff I feel like it's like really crucial especially for me to just be like don't think about what's gonna happen next month don't even think about training like just trying to enjoy where I'm at but um I mean the goal is always like to make the team so obviously I want to make um the u.s team and um defend my title i have some goals from for indoors um so stay tuned for that but um i'm on the edge of my seat but yeah um other than that i don't yeah i don't really know yet gotta like sit down and and kind of like uh write out what i want to accomplish next year at some point 
yeah. before I, mean, I start training. That would not be good. really a big rush. Doesn't really seem like yeah. <laughs> you got a year to figure it out. Um, yeah. How do you like keep longevity in mind? Because you are so young. Like how how are you planning to stay sane over the next? I don't know. How long do you want to do this for? Um, I mean, I would love to do it through 2028 because the Olympics are in LA. Um, and then at that point I'll be, oh my God, I'll be 30. Oh no. Um, yeah, I'll be, (laughs) oh no. That's six years from now. Yeah. I'll be 30. So I think after that cycle, I wonder if like, depending on, you know, what the next like few years look like next couple of years and contract and all that kind of stuff, like maybe I'd go for another cycle um, or maybe just like a couple of years, but I think for sure I want to make it to 2028. Um, and yeah, like I said, since the Olympics are here in LA and then um, how I do that longevity, I don't know. <laughs> you go for hikes in the off season. <laughs> yeah, I go on my hikes. I just take care of, it's really just taking care of my brain and my mental health, I think is like the most important thing. And um still figuring that out because I do have like bouts of anxiety here and there and um just trying to deal with that and like um find like you know the right people that uh can help me kind of manage that with stress or anxiety or whatever it is so um yeah we'll see I think like the older I get to the more wise I get (laughs) and the more I can the more the more just like I don't know just through talking to people or through just like experiencing things like the more information and knowledge I gain and like am able to um kind of bring that back into my own life and my own training so well don't forget also that you were voted the most stable slash the most mature out of our friend group (laughs) That has a very wide range of ages, all the way up to what is it, thirty-one? Yeah, thirty-one. I know. I when you guys said that, it was like, please don't say that. <laughs> Keep that to yourself because that's some big shoes to fill. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be that hard to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Jeremy just got a new job. Like, yeah, that's a exciting. Big boy job, which is exciting. So I don't know, there might be someone to surpass me here these next, you know, couple of years. I might just go off a cliff and not actually go off a cliff. I'm talking about like figuratively. Oh, in this lineup of mature people in our friend group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My maturity might go off a cliff is what I'm trying to say. There we go. There um, we go. And <laughs> and someone else might be someone else's maturity might be hiking to the top of the mountain. So <laughs> no. I'm excited to find out okay wait have you like for your anxiety or like I don't know and and mental stuff have you seen Mm -hmm. people like sports psychs yeah I do yeah I've been I've been with the same sports psych for about two years now um which I probably should use her more regularly I feel like sometimes they're like they're they're like certain um things that like trigger my anxiety and I probably could like not spiral downwards if I were to like just talk to someone right when I start to feel like those like little like thoughts and stuff creep in 
Um, but you know, I'm working on that and like, it definitely becomes to a point where I'm like, oh my God, I need help. Um, so, but yeah, that's been helpful. And, and unfortunately Craig has gotten a lot of, um, the brunt of my, (laughs) my, my struggles, which is, he's been like amazing, but I also, I'm just like, okay, he can't be like my boyfriend and my friend and my therapist all in one like I need I can't expect that out of like one person so trying to like you know delegate that onto my actual sports psych um but yeah it's I think it's just like a it's there's like there's not like a um a rule book or like a instruction manual on like how to like deal with these things and like what works for you may work for someone else and so Um, I think that's where I'm still like struggling with is like what exactly helps me get out of that kind of like um, lull or that that, like that slump that I can get into sometimes with um, my anxiety. So, yeah, yeah, crazy. Like, I don't know, at the top level of running, how mental it is. I don't think people I don't think people like really understand, but I feel like it's just it makes or breaks every single race like your mentality yeah. and if you're not on like your tip-top game I feel like it just I don't know I feel like it just plays such a big role at that stage yeah for sure I mean you spend so much time in your head whether it's at practice or in a race and um if that isn't okay then it's really hard to have the performance and to have your body do what you want it to do when like you know you're mentally not well so um yeah it's very very hard and I know so many people that like that can be like a very limiting factor for them and maybe why they can't you know be as successful successful as they want to be is because they just can't get through those like mental barriers and um which is why I think like just putting more emphasis on training your brain as just as much as like training like your body I think is like so important so um yeah yeah I feel like it's becoming more common knowledge too I don't know yeah like I mean I wasn't talking to a sports psych in college or nine I never really talked to anyone about my mental headspace it was like my coach being like you ready me being like sure yeah 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 you're right it's like sometimes I feel like it was it's not talked about and and you know sometimes I would have these feelings of like, oh, you need to suck it up. Like, you know, everyone's dealing with the same thing or like, you know, like, why, why are you any different? Like, yeah, like you, why are you letting this affect you? It's not affecting anyone else. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel like there's been more of an open dialogue of this is how I feel. This is real. This is affecting my performance and I need to figure out how to combat it. Um, so yeah, that's been like a really good shift. And I mean, just in general, talking about like mental, mental health as well, not only in sport, but just like, um, in life as well. Yeah. One of the good parts of social media, there's, yes. there's a lot of not good parts, but one of the good parts yeah. is just being able to it's see just, other people's experience. Yeah. And the exposure of that and just, yeah, just like feeling like there's like a community out there for you and like being like, Oh, okay. Like, other people struggle with this too. Like I'm not, not, I'm not like unusual or I'm not like, you know, the abnormal for uh, feeling this way. Like a lot of people feel probably the ways that you feel. So 
I don't want to take too much of your time because I feel like I already have. Um, we have a few listener questions I want to get through. We can do it. Okay. Favorite teammate that you've ever had at any level? Um, My favorite teammate. I feel like I'm going to offend like people if I don't say. Um, My favorite teammate. I have, I honestly have like a few. I don't know how I can. I mean, you can say a few if you want, or you can skip the question. <laughs> I'll say, you know what? One of my favorite teammates, well, I would say one of my favorite, I'm going to say one of my favorite teammates was um, Hannah Fields. She like was not my college teammate, but she like was training with me like right after I signed my pro contract and I was still like trained. I was still under my college coach and I was at school and um, just like, just a joy to be around, like had so many laughs with her and also like a tough, like tough, tough person. Um, and just like very encouraging was just like, yeah, just like, just a pure joy to be around. Like, I don't think she ever had a bad day <laughs> in terms of like, she would always come to practice with like such good energy and like positive vibes even if like something just terrible just happened to her or um she was just like you know yeah so that that's my I will say that that's my favorite that's answer that's a good answer I like that I don't know her at all but she seems cool I yeah, want to do a tempo run with her <laughs> okay favorite person that you like to compete against um probably I'm like I don't know these are these are like such simple questions but such hard questions um <laughs> I would say probably Corey McGee because I feel like she's like she's someone who's like very all like always like consistent and so like I feel like you always know she's gonna be up there in the race and like going for it um and I just like also really like her as a person too and um I feel like she has a good like you know, sometimes there are people that like don't like getting beat by people or vice versa. And I feel like Corey's one of those people who like, instead of looking at someone that beats her as like, oh, you know, mad, like she can be like, like appreciative of it and be like, okay, like, you know, like happy for that person. And also like, be like, you know, we're going to elevate each other. And like you beating me is only going to make me better. Um, in terms of just like racing and just like raising the bar and stuff so yeah I would say her yeah I I've only talked to her on my podcast last year and through the dms a couple times she mm -hmm. always like intimidated me she seems like very intense but then she also, yeah. also always seems very loyal too like loyal and nice yeah. yeah yeah I know I'm like before a race usually she's like very like focused and like you know in her head and very scary and I'm like oh gosh like I don't want to her you know but then after race, she's just like bubbly and like so personable, very kind, like very genuine. So um, it's been that was like someone who I've like really enjoyed like getting to know more like through this European circuit because I've just seen her at every single race. Mm -hmm. um, and she's been like, yeah, just a joy to be around. So, geez, like two really good shout outs. I hope they like listen to this. I, I hope they because I'm not gonna <laughs> say this, dude. You just gas them up. Sheesh. <laughs> okay madison asked how are you so sexy all the time mm, just natural honey sorry yeah. i don't know <laughs> sorry the way i am, am but... 
Um, and then the last question I have is, do you cross train? This is such a terrible question to end on. Uh, yeah, I do. I like, I typically swim if I'm going to cross train. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't really, I'm trying to run more. I'm trying to like, this is, oh, that's a goal that I had this year. Actually, I need to like run more miles, like consistently just because, um, I just have been like low mileage ish in the past just like just fragile and so like I want to do it obviously in a healthy way but I want to like get my mileage up and and like be able to go on double runs and um yeah just like run consistently more so hopefully no cross training in my near future that would be nice (laughs) every runner's dream please no cross yes yes I didn't really know that you swam maybe I did know that yeah I do I I like instead of like a 30 like a four mile double I'll go on like a 30 minute swim I actually do enjoy swimming I just loathe it when it's like I'm injured and I have to that's the only thing I can do you know (laughs) but when I'm when I'm healthy and I'm like and I'm like choosing to go for a swim I love it yeah that's like swimming in a nutshell as a runner that is actually well for me because I have a swimming background too so I guess it's just more comfortable I feel like most runners just hate swimming but like yeah. when I choose to swim I really enjoy it but when I'm right. forced to swim I <laughs> despise it I would rather do anything else I yeah. feel like I might have told the story of me throwing a temper tantrum on my couch and breaking my couch maybe to no. you on the podcast um, maybe not. I, I definitely said it on some episode but in college like I had to go swim at night and I like really did not want to was injured my Achilles was injured and it was you know Sarah Baxter yeah okay so she was like sitting on the couch and then we had another couch that was like facing the other way and I was just like fake like throwing a little tantrum I was just like kind of fleeing my body and I was like I don't want to go and then I like flung my body onto the couch and then it broke the couch and she's like did you just break the couch and I was like yes and then I went to go swim oh that's hilarious I can like I'm picturing that in my mind right now yeah I was like, going through my camera roll the other day and I found a picture of you doing the um pruning the prune I was oh. like oh I miss her dude I've been like pruning like like no other every picture like now that. is a prune I'm like I need to stop it's not cute <laughs> where can people follow you um on Instagram at Sinclair Johnson and that's basically my only mode of social media so yeah go give me a follow on the gram okay amazing um well thank you for joining us for the third time yes this is like a very casual this is like very much catch-up convo I know it is like it's like more of just like let's just FaceTime and yeah, catch up and we'll turn into a podcast. <laughs> no, this is literally FaceTime. My maintenance man came in. Like we just, my sister called me. We just had a whole little show here. Okay, well to close out the episode, can we get a good old peace out, fellas? Peace out, fellas. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Convos Over Cold Brew. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, always fun talking to Sinclair. She's one of my closest friends up in Portland. She's just awesome. Honestly, one of my favorite people like in the running world and on this planet. She's just great. So I hope you guys are all rooting for her because you already know I am. I literally flew back to Portland this summer to go watch a race worlds because that's how much I love her. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Combos Over Cold Brew Pod if you want to be up to date and submit listener questions. And if you love the podcast, it means the world. If you leave a rating and review, that 
seriously helps me grow the podcast so much and it's a free way to support so thank you all so much and i will catch you all next week peace out fellas you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.